Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Hosea chapter number 12, verse number 13. As we are still standing, Hosea 12, 13. Amen. One, two, three, go. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. One more time. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Ah? Oh, yes. And by a prophet was he preserved. Amen. Now, that verse is giving us locations. Someone say locations. Locations. Location number one is Egypt. They had to come out of that location, which is Egypt. Oh, yes. Location number two. What is location number two? <clears throat> what is location number two? Everywhere else. <clears throat> Here. What was location number two? Someone said the wilderness. Wilderness. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. Yeah, when they came out of Egypt, they immediately entered the wilderness. Oh, yes. So, God had to bring them out of Egypt, but then there was a second problem. The environment they found themselves in was a deadly environment. Yes. So, they needed what? Preservation. Oh, yes. So, let's read the verse again. Now, you're going to hear what the Bible says. One, two, three, go. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. It's now, it's now making sense. Oh, yes. Because the wilderness is a place of death. Yes. They needed preservation. Oh, yes. And as you know the story, that when they came out of Egypt, Egypt came after them. So they came out of Egypt. Egypt came after them. And there were so many obstacles. There were so many challenges. So that we are told of the story in Exodus chapter number 14 where they come to the Red Sea. Where there's no way out. They are hemmed in by the enemy. They needed a prophet to preserve them. Oh yes. So your coming out is not enough. There's another dimension. That's the dimension of preservation. Oh, yes. Amen. Many of us, we stop on coming out. So we get delivered. Oh, yes. And then we just keep wandering in the desert. Amen. And then we die in the desert. We do not know that there's another dimension, the dimension of preservation. Amen. Uh, You're not hearing me. Uh, is that making sense? We are following, Papa. There's a dimension of what? Preservation. That's why people who are under a prophet shall always be different. Oh, yes. I receive. 
They shall always be different. Oh, yes. Oh, you are not hearing me. People who are under a man of God who is prophetic, they shall always be different. Oh, yes. Why? Because there are some graces that God uses to achieve certain things. So here specifically we are told that by a prophet, the Lord God brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. You see, Egypt is a nation in Africa. But more than that, Egypt is a prophetic name to refer to a condition. Oh, yes. Amen. You're not hearing me. Amen. So it's not just about a country called Egypt. We are dealing with something bigger than a country. Oh, yes. We are dealing with something more powerful than a country. Oh, yes. Because the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, was not just Pharaoh. In many senses, Pharaoh represents the evil master. Represents the devil. Yes. Who comes to challenge the power of God. Oh, yes. Pharaoh represents a contest. Because Pharaoh had his own magicians. Who were also able to do what God could do. Oh, yes. Ah, you are not oh, yes, me. we are following Papa. Because when Moses went to Pharaoh said, God said, let my people go. Pharaoh said, who is God that I shall obey him? Why? Because Pharaoh was also a God in Egypt. They worshipped him as a God. So when Moses put down the rod in his hand, and the Bible says it turned into a snake, Pharaoh said, I know that. I've got my boys. This is what we play around with. Oh, yes. So he called his boys. They did the same thing there through their incantations. And they also brought up what? Snakes. But the only difference is the snake of Moses swallowed the snakes of the Egyptians. Oh, yes. Amen. You're not hearing. Oh, me. yes. Is that making sense? So, coming out of that circumstance, it wasn't just a country. <laughs> they were under demonic powers. Oh, yes. And now you're hearing me. Oh, yes. They were under what? Demonic powers. Because they could do what God could do. They could replicate what God did. So, you're not dealing with a country. You are not dealing with a physical king. You are dealing with a principality here. Oh, yes. Amen. You are dealing with a dimension of the spirit. Oh, yes. Which is able, those who are not fake snakes. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. They were not fake magicians. They were false magicians. Yes. Because their powers were coming from the dark world. Our power does not come from the dark world. Our power comes from God through the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Themselves, they've got power, which is real, but is from the devil through demons. Yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. But we thank God, their power is limited. Oh, yes. Amen. They can only go so far. Amen. So that's why... That's why 
in that verse, God is not using a military army to bring them out <laughs> of Egypt. Yes. Because the powers they were dealing with were not military. The powers they were dealing with were demonic. Oh, yes. Ah, you're not even hearing me. The battle was, a, was between the power of God and the power of Satan. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? So they were kept in bondage by the power of Satan. It wasn't a military issue. It wasn't a political issue. Amen. It was power. So God had to bring Moses anointed with the power of God. So the Bible says, by a prophet, the Lord God brought Israel out of Egypt. Ah. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? And so when, he, when Moses appeared on the scene, he came with the anointing of God. He came with the power of God. He didn't just come with a political statement. Ah, my name is so-so. I want to be the prime minister of Australia. I'm going to change things here. No. <laughs> it was about power against power. Oh, yes. God even, Papa. <laughs> Are you hearing me? It was what? Power against power. Fire against what? Fire. Hey. That's why God had to choose the right person through the right means in order to bring about their deliverance. So the Bible says, by a prophet, the Lord God brought out of brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he what? Preserved. So when you look at their journey from Egypt to Canaan, it was a prophetic trip. Oh, yes. It's not just a journey where you just you catch your plane here, you run there. No, it was a prophetic trip. Every challenge they faced in that wilderness, it was a prophecy. Yes. I don't know. You're oh, yes, we are following. Is it too cold? Oh, no. We are following, Papa. Are you sure? Oh, yes. <laughs> you see, when you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, we're still, we're still standing. Today's a prophetic. I told you, be ready. Anything can happen. Anything. Oh, yes. Amen. We are ready. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. If you are, if you are tired, you just sit down right up and then rise again. <laughs> I remember some time ago I was fasting. It was 40 days and 40 nights. So I was in my father's church. In, in his, at that time I was in South Africa. Oh my God. It was day number 20 something. Wow. I was going, <laughs> so everyone stand. Going, <laughs> and it Day number 30, 37, 38, he took us to the prayer mountain. said, everybody has to run. My wife was holding my hand. I had a, I, I had a walking stick on one hand. My wife was holding me the, sometime to run up the mountain. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I'm like, can I just sit down? <laughs> Are you there? Oh, yes. Let's read. One, two, three, go. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> One, two, three, go. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant 
how that all our fathers were under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples, to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed, and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. I don't know whether you hear it. Now all these things, read again, one, two, three, go. Now all these things happened unto them for examples. So what things? Don't just look at the negatives. Also look at the positives. They ate spiritual food. They drank spiritual water. And in fact, in fact, in fact, they were not just tempting Moses or fighting against Moses. The Bible gives you the name of the person they were fighting there. What's his name? Christ. Someone say Christ. Christ. I don't, I don't, verse number nine. Look at verse number nine. Was Jesus walking with them in the wilderness? What does it say? Neither let us tempt Christ, uh -huh. as, as some of them also tempted, uh -huh. and were destroyed of serpents. What is the story there? The story is, you know, I think it should be Numbers uh, chapter 21, or somewhere thereabouts. Very, very interesting story. The imam and then snakes appear, snakes starts biting the people, they begin to die. And then Moses cries to God, God says, no, you need to put a serpent on its stick. Yes. And every person who looks on that serpent, they will be healed. And anyone who refuses will die. And the Bible gives an interpretation of that. What does it say? Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. So in other words, don't you ever read their move from Egypt to Canaan as a physical journey. Yes, amen. There was nothing physical about that trip. It was all spiritual. Oh, yes. So they needed, they didn't need a political leader. What they needed was a spiritual leader. Oh, yes. Ah, you are not hearing me. Ah, you are not hearing me. It wasn't about politics and policies. Amen. It was about spiritual guidance. Oh, yes. Hey. Hey. Are you hearing me? It was a prophecy. God was prophesying your life and my life through their experiences. Oh, yes. They were drinking spiritual water. They drank of a rock that when they are not looking, it used to run after them. When someone says, it will stop. And then they walk <laughs> because they will need water along the way. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
So that's why the Bible says, by a prophet, the Lord God brought Israel out of Egypt. Very good. Why? They were dealing with spiritual powers in Egypt. So it needed spiritual power to break the bondage. Oh, yes. For them to come out. Are we together? Now, when they came out, they entered another spiritual environment. Oh, yes. Where it needed another anointed dimension. It needed another power Amen. to preserve them. Why? Because those things were there to destroy them. They needed spiritual preservation. Oh, yes. They needed spiritual guidance. They needed, oh, you're not hearing me. They didn't need a political organizer. They would have died, all of them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They needed a miracle worker in the wilderness. <laughs> hey! Hey! You see, this is the problem of the church. When we become born again, we come out of our Egypt. And we begin to sing, hallelujah, hosanna, hallelujah. We are out of Egypt, hallelujah, hosanna. We are forgetting that what, what we have entered in is another environment. Oh, yes, amen. If you beat the devil in Egypt, he's going to wait for you in the wilderness. Oh, yes. God ever, Papa. So today, people are born again, only to be born again, only to be born again, only to be born again and die again. Someone said, disconnect. I disconnect. You became born again to become something. Oh, yes. Someone said, that's my story. That's my story. Ah. Are you getting it now? You are not born again to be called a born again, born again, and die again. No. You became born again to become something. And that's why the church is powerless. Because we forget that what they went through is a prophecy. For you to be born again, God had to deal with the demonic powers. Oh, yes. To release you. So you were released. But then you entered another environment with the demonic powers. You are not immune to those powers. Amen. You must use your power to conquer their power. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So you must use fire to handle their fire. So there's, no, there's nothing like, okay, I'm born again. Let's have a truce with the devil. No more battles, no more fighting. Oh, no, I'll be good, you know. You just be good, devil. Be good. Be a good one, you know. No. There's no good devil. Amen. Even if you remove a D from his name. Oh, yes. He's still evil. Oh, yes. He'll still come after you. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey. Say today. Today. I am dealing. I am dealing with every demonic force. With every demonic force. Fighting against my destiny. Fighting against my destiny. In the name of Jesus. 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 Ah, are you here? We are here. Are you here? Oh yes. So what is Egypt? Egypt is a place of limitation. Is a place of lack of provision. Oh yes. Is a place where something is ruling over your life. That thing must be broken today. Oh yes. 
you must come out of any kind of Egypt. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Whether it's a cage of limitation, a cage of financial troubles, a cage of unemployment, a cage of sickness and disease, oh, yes. a cage of infirmity. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. It must break and let you go. Oh, yes. God said, Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. I have come with the same message this morning. Let God's people go because God wants them to go and serve him and worship him. The Bible says, when they came out of Egypt, they did not come out empty-handed. Ah, you are not hearing me. Pharaoh, as a demonic power, when Moses said, God says, let my people go, he began to negotiate. He said, Moses, listen, only the men can go, but the women and the children and all your cattle who remain in my possession, only the men can go. And worship God. But Moses said, no, 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 no. That's an error. We and our children. Oh, yes. We and our wives. Oh, yes. We will go and serve the Lord. Pharaoh said, okay, okay. The men, the women can go. And the children. But leave me with all your cattle. Moses said, no, 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 no. I will not leave the cattle. Because we need the cattle to worship our God. I mean, we need our money to... to uh, you're not hearing me. Oh, you yes. are not hearing me. Pharaoh said, leave your wealth in Egypt. Go and serve the Lord. Now, imagine if they went without their wealth, coming to a place of sacrifice. They would have nothing to sacrifice to the Lord. They would be there empty-handed, lifting their hands empty-handed. Moses said, no way. We will not go worship our God empty-handed. We need the animals to kill a sacrifice. I mean, we need the dollars to kill the sacrifice. Are you hearing me? We need the resources in order to worship our God. So Moses said, no, 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 no. Pharaoh, listen, we are not going to go here empty-handed. <sighs> Pharaoh, Pharaoh was a master negotiator. When you squeeze him, he begins to negotiate. Some of us, we became born again. We left Egypt, but our children are where? They are still in Egypt. Oh, yes. Our husbands are still in Egypt. Our wives are still in Egypt. Everything that we own is still there in Egypt. But today is a day of your deliverance. I will say. Whatsoever belongs to you. Oh, yes. Whatsoever is connected to you. Oh, yes. Today it is coming out. I will say. Are you hearing me? Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, whatsoever, whatsoever belongs to me, belongs to me. Today, today is coming out. It's coming out. Say today, today is coming out. It's coming out. Say every power, every power holding my children, holding my children, holding my wealth, holding my wealth. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Today, today, break. God told Moses, when you are leaving that land, you will not go empty-handed. So it's an error for us to come out of Egypt empty-handed. Oh, yes. And leave everything with the Pharaoh. No, 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 no. Someone say, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Pharaoh today is shining. I'm telling you, Pharaoh today is shining. 
Yes, amen. He got all the wealth. He got all the beautiful buildings. As a church, if you are looking for a place, amen. For a place of worship, it's either you find yourself in a barn somewhere or a shed somewhere, out of town. Yes. When you go to those nice places, they say, no, 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 no churches here. Noise, noise. But we're here to change all that nonsense. Oh, yes. The church of Jesus Christ will be so much empowered. I'm talking about will be financially empowered. Oh, yes. I'm talking about you will be financially empowered. I say. Are you hearing me? We'll be buying a whole suburb. Oh, yes. Yeah. And put our church there. Oh, yes. Prophesy. <laughs> Those beautiful buildings in the city. The church of Jesus Christ. Who we'll buy them. Oh, yes. And put prayer meetings there. Amen. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. So we are not coming out empty-handed. God gave the children of Israel something special. Let me show you. Today is a prophetic service, right? Oh, yes. So don't be tired on me. Oh, when you are tired, just tell me, prophet, we are tired. Now let's go home. Oh, no. We are not tired, Papa. We are not tired. We are ready for more. Exodus chapter 3, 21 and 22. Exodus chapter 3, verses 21 and verse number 22. One, two, three, go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. But every woman shall borrow of her neighbor, and of her that sojourneth in her house, jewels of silver, and jewels of gold, and raiment, and ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. Now, let me read it for you in a prophetic way. You are so loaded that you can't carry it yourself. I will say. What do you do? You put it upon your sons and oh, receive it yes. in the name of Jesus. I receive. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Ah, didn't you hear what I said? Oh, yes. You have got so much, you can't carry it yourself. Now you begin to tell your children, can I open a bank account for you? Can I open a bank account for you? Can you have your own bank account? Because you are so much loaded, you are now putting on your sons and your daughters. Say, I receive it. I receive it. What God is telling you there is multi-generational wealth. Oh, yes. Intergenerational wealth. Not just you you know, just managing here, managing there. No. Someone said no. No. But the next generation. Oh, yes. But do you know the key? Do you know the key? Let me show the key. I will give the people favor. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, You're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Look at verse number 21. That's the whole secret. What is the secret? 
I will give these people favor. Someone say favor. Favor. Say favor. Favor. Are you ready to pray for favor? We are ready, Papa. Now, I told you something. This is the month of grace for what? For raining. Here you are dealing with a kind of grace. Because that word favor there in Hebrew is ken. C-H-A-N-E. C-H-E. Uh, oh, C-H-E-N. Sorry, Ken. C-H-E-N. Pronounced as Ken, which is K-H-A-N-E. But it's C-H-E-N. It means graciousness. Oh, yes. It means kindness. It means favor. Graciousness, kindness, favor. So God says, I will give these people this commodity called favor, which shall bring wealth to them. Ah, uh, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes. So we're going to make a prayer right now. Oh, yes. That Lord grant me this favor. Now, when Jesus came, the Bible says, can I go and level deeper? Go deeper, Papa. Are you tired? We are ready for more. You see, the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Are we together? And then all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. That all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent for witness of the light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Now watch the next verse. The next verse says what? And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Uh-huh. What did he do? And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. Uh-huh. Full of what? Grace and truth. And then they, they tell us about a John. John, John bear record of him and said, This is, uh-huh. This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me. For he was before me. Uh-huh. And of his fullness. Someone say fullness. Fullness. And of his what? Fullness have we all what? Received. What have we received? Grace for grace. Of his fullness, what have we received? Grace for grace. So the way you are here, you are not all looking for the same kind of grace. Some of you are looking for financial grace. Oh, yes. Some of you are looking for healing grace. Oh, yes. Some of you are looking for breakthrough grace. All those kinds of graces, they came in Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. So any person who came to Jesus looking for grace, they found their kind of grace. That changed their situation. Wow. So today we're going to go after this kind of grace. Oh, yes. God, the Kenny grace, which is for financial favor. Someone say financial favor. Financial favor. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Today. Today. I take. I take. The financial favor. The financial favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, 
visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.